hello, I'm Andrew Tuck and you're listening to Tool Stories on Monocle 24, brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist, the show all about the cities we live in. Today we stroll down some of the narrow lanes leading to the banks of the Ganges in Varanasi to see how renovations prompted by Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi are sparking questions of how best they can hold on to their heritage. Geetanjali Krishna is our guide. Nowhere in the world do death and life coexist as chaotically, as beautifully as they do in Varanasi. I should know. The first time I visited, I found myself in a pedestrian traffic jam on my way to the river and something poked my shoulder. Believe it or not, it was a corpse being carried on a brightly decorated bier with a dozen odd people beating drums. A person next to me remarked that the person who had died was fortunate for such a festive send-off was only given to those who had died at a ripe old age after having fulfilled all their earthly tasks. Moreover, the dead person was fortunate to be cremated on the sacred Manikarnika Ghat. Here, Hindus believe that Lord Shiva himself whispers into the ears of the dead the mantra that frees them from the cycle of reincarnation. Finally, when I arrived at the Ghats, I realized they were no less chaotic. Bells were ringing constantly in the hundreds of temples big and small. Crowds of people performed noisy rituals by the water. Children dove for coins and tourists everywhere gawked. Amid all this, holy men meditated on the steps, their stone permanently marked with smoke, incense, crushed flowers and cow dung. And in the middle of all this noise, all this frenzy, the funeral pyres nearby burnt peacefully. Time is such a trite and overused word, but that's exactly what the Ghat seemed to me, a place where time had stood still. But today time is moving at a much faster pace here. Prime Minister Modi's constituency since 2014, Varanasi and its iconic Ghats and the process of a glitzy new makeover. His election promise was to transform what's known as one of the oldest continually inhabited cities in the world into a smart city modelled on Kyoto in Japan. An ambitious land acquisition plan has cleared a broad corridor from the sacred temple of Shiva, Kashi Vishwanath, to the river. Now when you walk along the banks, you'll see flashy Italian lights and gleaming new steps that have replaced the old with their patina of centuries of devotion. All around, there are a host of newly built but yet to be inaugurated buildings and museums still covered in new construction dust. But yes, there are welcome additions of public toilets and drinking water points that have made the place more tourist and women-friendly. As you walk further from the river and towards the temple, you'll see a statue of Mother India with the map of the country behind her. It's a testament to the religious nationalist fervor that's sweeping the country at the moment. And beyond this ghat is the new upstart, the Namo Ghat. Officially named after the gigantic Namaste sculptures on the riverbank, it seems no coincidence that this is also the nickname of the Prime Minister himself. Its gleaming food court, jetty and planned selfie points are a stark counterpoint to the city that Mark Twain said was older than history, tradition, even legend, and looked twice as old as all of them put together. 
Some things, however, remain the same. Although Varanasi has been the prime beneficiary of a $3 billion government program to clean the Ganges by 2020, a report last year said that 315 tons of plastic waste, the equivalent of 79 elephants, continues to enter the river every single day. And it's the stretch of the river around Varanasi that's the most polluted, in spite of the fancy makeover of the ghats. Yet, every day, Hindus take a dip in the Ganges, believing it to be so pure that it will wash away all their sins. And oblivious to all this noise, the river flows on and on peacefully, carrying its endless burden to the sea. You've been listening to Tour Stories, a Monocle 24 production. Today's episode was written by Geetanjuli Krishna and produced and edited by David Stevens. Remember to tune in on Thursday for the full 30-minute edition of The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye, and thank you for listening, city lovers. Listener.